Dave from Australia, from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious Bill Show Studios. It's time for the Bill Show Politics this week. And now, here are your hosts, Bill and Randy. You can, I can see, see me. you right there. You're right next. Oh my to god! Me. What? What's the matter? You all right? You're right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just I'm just gonna poke my finger in your ear. See, like that. <laughs> He's hyperactive. We haven't been on for a very long time. Uh, uh, I yeah, and I had all the I ate all the red jelly beans. I got to I got to explain something, man. I, I just had to take a break. Okay, I just had to take a break. Okay. Yeah. It's fine, but I just really had to. Uh, really, you don't have to explain to these people. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. They don't pay us. No, well, they should. Well, they. I know they should. Uh, yeah, I, 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 don't I, I mean, I'm. The, I. I still contribute, but the point is, yes. <laughs> is that is that we do this out of the uh, malice love. of our own hearts. Love. And uh, no, it's not love. It's it's lust. We we lust after uh, polit- politics. <laughs> We've fallen in lust with uh, American politics. You are a creepy old guy. You know that? You really I am, are. yeah. Uh, I like uh, Joe Biden, everything he knew. You know, it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not creepy, Uncle Joe. I'm not creepy, Uncle Joe. Stop that. No, we don't lust after you. We're just glad that you listen no, to us. No, we lust after politics. Yeah, all right. We, want, we want to get our, our hands in the green goop of the whole okay. mess. All right. And squish it out between our yeah. fingers. Okay. Now I'm wasting yeah. your time. Yes. But I won't get a word in edge I won't get a word in edgewise later. So I might as well do it now. So you're talking about puffs. <laughs> That's why you I tune in it. here, isn't it? <laughs> Cutting edge political insight. You know, pus goes through your fingers. <laughs> Speaking of which, folks, by the way, if COVID-19 wasn't enough for you, welcome, kids. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Omicron variant. Omicron, yeah. It's one of the Transformers. Jeez. You know? Why is it that every one of those viruses sounds like a Robert Ludlum novel? <laughs> oh, it works. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like a cheap fucking thriller you read on the airline. Well, <laughs> you know? I, th- I think because uh, we would have called it Spectre, but that was taken. Yeah, or, I know. Uh, the Omicron well, variant. Blofeld, Blofeld, Blofeld would have yeah. been good. but The Omicron variant has actually uh, d- was made into a movie in 1967 starring Omar Sharif and Charlton Heston. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Plus, yeah. That was it. There's the Omicron and, uh, variant. No, anyway, the, no anyway, that was the, uh, Ost- the Ost- Osterman weekend. Yeah. This is very, very serious, Randy. It it, it could be very, very serious. Well, I, I mean, that we were used to lockdowns. I can hear the shutters I, coming down now. They, they locked down it. in London. I can't take it anymore, though. Oh, I mean, really? I, Come on. No, 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 no. You got to understand something, man. I've been locked in my house with my dog for, for, for like the past fucking months, man. I'm all alone and I'm in with my dog. I'm a depressive. My dog's on heroin now. I mean, I swear to God. She's just a little rubber hose, you know. Get out, get out. Oh, where's that vein again? Oh, come on, old. Yeah, I, I, I caught my dog in the shower, naked in the shower, like Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction. God, leave me uh, alone. 
What's Bernie you know Sanders' uh, mascara running down her face? Yeah, that's right. You know something else? I'll tell you something. My dog, yeah. my dog. I swear to God, my dog has been surfing Facebook. I swear to God, my dog yeah. is on Facebook because I took him to the vet the other day, and he refuses to be vaccinated. He refuses to be vaccinated. What is that for rabies? I'm a I'm a Labrador. I got to look after my body. Don't try to track me. <laughs> I thought, isn't he a Labradoodle or something? Yeah, he's Sick. a Labradoodle. I'm, I'm making up a joke. Oh, my phone is ringing. Oh, well, this person will have to wait. <laughs> oh, know? I answered it while you were on. Anyway. <laughs> yes. I will. There you go. Sorry about that. You know, this is That's we're, okay. We're, I we're didn't hear it. Live. We're not stopping for anything, ladies and gentlemen. No, we're not. We're driving right through. Um, you know, this, on Route 66, on Route 66 from LA to Chicago. That's we're not it. Stopping. We're not stopping. So let's get to the news, ladies and gentlemen. And it's time for the news, ladies and gentlemen. That is our news theme. It's the Fix It and Post Orchestra, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah. uh, aside from the Omicron variant, and by the way, I was thinking of something the other day. Actually, I was thinking something about the Omicron variant that I did want to bring up. It started in Africa. And you know what? I I want to speak out for Africa because because I heard an evangelical Christian say, you know something, everything's God's will. Well, if it's God's will to do this shit in fucking Africa, God's a dick. God's a fucking dick. Africa deals with shit like earthquakes and coups and counter coups and revolutions, and now he's just got a disease just for people in Africa. And the point is, it, 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 I, I find it absolutely, I'm waiting for uh, a rich guy, a rich white guy virus. I think that we need one of those. And I think that the African people should get together and develop a rich white guy virus. I think half of our problems would be ending. That's just me musing. But did you know, Randy, only 7% of people in the subcontinent, well, uh, in Africa, in the third world countries, uh, uh, average between seven and twelve percent are vaccinated, and, and it's been uh, just a terrible, terrible thing to get people vaccinated. No, we've got a country in the north of us with four percent in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, our closest neighbor, four percent. Yeah, and the thing about this thing is that you know you may think that it doesn't matter what happens in third world countries because we're used to that. Because, I mean, 7% of vaccination rate in Africa, they're dying, you know, like, you know, literally dropping dead. And in America, they're just pissed off that not getting their Christmas gifts. We, pay, we spent $5.2 billion <laughs> on Christmas gifts so far. Meanwhile, yeah. those poor fuckers in Africa, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, no, it is, it is. But you know who the most vaccinated country in the world is? What? Australia now. We went from zero to hero yeah. in about three months. Yeah, but the thing We're is... over 90%, over 90%, and we've still got anti-vax out on the street. Yes, bitch. I know, I know. But the thing is, is that, you know, with the variant, what they're recording in Africa is that people had already been vaccinated COVID-19 were getting sick with the new variant. Yeah, but people can get sick, but they won't go be hospitalized or die. Oh, gosh, I hope not. Yeah, touch <laughs> That'd wood. That'd be a bummer, wouldn't it? Touch it's great wood, to be yeah. alive, isn't it, kids? It's great to be alive. 
elsewhere in the news in the past two weeks, I'll just get on to the other story because. Oh, let's do that. This is too. This is too depressing. Uh, the sadistic and anti-American uh, Biden administration once again used their oppressive power of the presidency to implement their cleverly designed socialist agenda on the American people. Uh, that's when the Republicans in Congress and uh, some Republicans in Congress uh, passed a 1.4 trillion dollar infrastructure package in Congress. Uh, the deal will create good-paying union jobs with. Uh, the president's build back better agenda. Uh, according to reports today, the U.S. economy has created half a million jobs. The uh, plans that Biden have made include federal investment in public transport, the biggest ever, uh, largest federal investment in passenger uh, rail. Choo-choo! <laughs> Biden yeah. likes choo-choo, choo-choo hat! <laughs> oh, his little... His little uh... A uh, little engine that could from Baltimore yeah. to D.C., yeah. Joe likes a choo-choo. That's what Joe likes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like a good choo-choo. Uh, makes the single largest dedicated bridge investment since the construction of the interstate highway system when Eisenhower was around. Makes the largest... The best socialist president I ever had. Yeah, that, that, that commie socialist, Eisenhower. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know what the tax rate was with under a, the, the Republican... Dwight David Eisenhower, you know what it was for the top? The marginal tax rate, 91%. Yeah. 91%. Rate. Yeah. Yeah. 91%. Yeah. Fucking cunt. So if you were making hand over <laughs> fist, you had to give one hand back. Yeah. And that's how he built the interstate highway system. Um, makes the largest investment in clean drinking water and wastewater infrastructure in American history, delivering clean water to millions of families. Except in Flint, Michigan. Not in Flint, Michigan? I hope. I hope so. Don't After say that. Years. Don't even say that. They better take care of it. Ensure ensures a high access, reliable, high speed internet, so you can you know send those memes of your penis really quick. And, oh, dick pics. Yeah. Yeah, dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> Helps us tackle climate crisis by making the largest investment in clean energy transmission and EV infrastructure in history, electrifying thousands of schools, transit buses across the country, and creating a new grid deployment authority to build a clean 21st century uh, electric grid. Now, Republicans derided... Except uh, Texas. Yeah, Republicans derided what they called the conspiracy to provide commie pinko prosperity. <laughs> a rational American, I think we should call him, yes, a patriot, decided to call up local representative. Now, I don't have any cuts in this, but I heard this and it just, oh man. Uh, a patriot decided to call up a local representative, one of the Republicans who voted for Biden's program and laid down the law to unfortunate Utah representative Paul Upton about him voting for, you know, faster internet, bridges that don't clean collapse, water. public transport, <laughs> two million new jobs and clean drinking water without lead in it. Let's, let's have a listen to what uh, uh, this guy had to say to Paul on the phone. Traitor. That's what you are. You're a piece of traitor. I hope you die. I hope everybody in your family dies. You piece of trash motherfucker. Voted for dumb You're stupider than he is. He can't even complete a sentence. You dumb motherfucker. Traitor. Piece of motherfucker. Piece of trash. Hope you die. I hope your family dies. Hope everybody in your staff dies. 
Boy, Randy, that guy really hates clean water, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's you know, Mormon, that, so he can't even drink Coca-Cola. So I, what is he going to do? I've never been upset about not that, but uh, in an announcement after the <laughs> broadcast, yes, there's more. In an announcement after the broadcast, the respondent clarified his point of view. <coughs> I'm clearing my throat. <coughs> Allow me to read. Screw drinking water. <laughs> my kids drink all American 100% lead in their drinking water. My kid's been drinking it for years, and aside from the 23% IQ and the birth defects, he's ready to take an AK-47 to any fucking demonstration in the tri-state area. Public transport, that's for fags. Bunch of fags on coming. Bunch transport. of fags on, on trams and trains, bridges, yeah. Bridges that don't collapse, that's friggin' un-American. There's nothing more patriotic than uh, my pickup truck slowly sinking below the water. <laughs> Line after pulling from a rusted suspension bridge built in 1942. <laughs> you might as well spit on the American flag. And in other news, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this, this, I just love this bit. QAnon believers who flocked to Dallas to see JFK Jr. reappear are now refusing to fucking leave. <laughs> oh, no. QAnon and on and on and on. Uh, yeah, they should call it that. Queuing on and on and on and on. on. Don't you ever fucking shut up. (laughs) But they said that's all part of the plan. He's not showing up. He's they're refusing to say saying they want to set up a permanent HQ that here. That's right, QAnon faithful. We're quite disappointed when the long dead JFK Jr. didn't show up at the site of JFK's November 1963 assassination in Dealey Plaza. This is partly because Michael Brian Protzman, a prominent QAnon supporter who helped organize the gathering, said on to the Telegram last Saturday to the Telegram in Dallas that Dallas was the group's promised land. Protzman, who goes by the name of Negative 48, I don't know. I just read it. Where did he get it? Where did he? What does that mean? Negative forty-eight. I have no idea. Told be a charming. That other one's in jail. It's just yeah. Told told a hundred and five thousand of his followers. Boy, you know something? We don't have a hundred and five thousand followers. Shit. We should just make up shit that's really crazy. (laughs) And then people will listen to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. If we were fascists, make up shit that's crazy. Well, well, you know, if we were fascists, we'd be getting far more views. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm willing if you are. No, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I I was. Oh, you can't. Go I have on. a conscience. It's a little Jimmy Cricket. Anyway, 105,000 followers that the QAnon rapper known as. Give a little whistle. Right. Let me get back to the story, man. <laughs> Uh, he was uh, told his 105,000 followers that the QAnon rapper known as Prime Minister with a Y, real name Randall Moody, hey, someone you might know, offered the, yeah. use of the property in the city that could act as a permanent headquarters for the group. We're looking to build something respectful of place and time, you know. Uh, book depositories go. Uh, book depositories still available, isn't it? Can I finish this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're Sorry. looking to build something respectful of place and time. Probably a gift shop. You know, higher powered rifle key rings, games for the kids. 
He's about the CIA guy on the grassy knoll. Kids get a T-shirt. My parents shot Kennedy, and all I got was this rotten T-shirt. When asked whether he was disappointed in JFK Jr. for not showing up, Protzman said, well, he's a busy guy. Sometimes the diaries get mixed up. Last year, I thought the ghost of Mimi Eisenhower was going to throw out the first ball at the 2015 All-Star Game. She screwed up, wound up appearing with Billy Joel at a concert in Connecticut. <laughs> Where are fucking stars? What do you want? Uh, when contacted for comment, the ghost of JFK Jr. was not happy. What the fuck would I want to go to Dallas for? <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly the best travel destination for my fucking family, is it? <laughs> you think Abraham Lincoln's theater? My family wanted to go to the fucking theater more than once? <laughs> when asked where he would like to go, the ghost of the late president said, flight school, definitely flight school. Yeah, send him there. Oh, uh, and the last thing we had, uh, I can't say anything about the last month without talking a little bit about Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> Who? Who? You know, Who? that cross between... Oh, little Kyle. Yeah. Isn't he a character on South Park? That cross between Isle and... <laughs> between He's B. a character on South Park. Yeah, no, no. Kyle Rittenhouse is a, is a kid. Yes, it was last month of the trial of Cub Scout and mass killer. Kyle Rittenhouse was dominating the media. But last week, when Americans who should have been happy with getting half a million new jobs and COVID coming to a slow end before, you know, what we found out was going to happen, are focused on the media spectacle of poor, dumb, quasi-adolescent who was literally raised by wolves. This is the thing. The mom let him go to a demonstration with an AK-47. I, 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 I no, AR-15. AR-15. American, American guns, please. American guns, please. Be allowed. Yeah, it was American guns. Yeah, I don't know this Russian shit. <laughs> I know. I killed him with an American, American gun. Um, anyway, uh, who thought it would be just dandy as great jack shit, great idea, to drive a kid over state lines and intend a potential race riot armed with an AK-47. Well, he got off. Uh, not that we're surprised. <laughs> not, uh, as soon as uh, the judge... Uh, you know, remember, Randy, when the, uh, the, the phone went off in the courtroom? Played the Trump song. <laughs> Played the Trump song. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, could see the, yeah. I, I could see the prosecution go, oh, we're fucked. Oh, <laughs> oh no. So, yeah, I hate the whole thing. Yeah, kind of a, kind of a Borg, uh, uh, Borg uh, judge there. So the next legal batter for Kyle Rittenhouse, I've been following this. Don't think I haven't. Uh, maybe with his former lawyers. Uh, two lawyers who briefly worked on Rittenhouse's case helped raise $2 million to get him released from jail as he awaited criminal charges. Now they want their cash back. <laughs> but the non-acquitted teen's family is fighting the move to give it back. Usually the cash would go to the contributors that helped him post bail. But Kyle's new representative, movie and talent agent, Cal Swifty Kleitzman. Oh, from MCA. That's right. Hi, hey, hi, I'm, I'm Swifty Kleitzman. <laughs> and, and while Kyle I'm the lawyer to the stars. I'm a lawyer to the stars. And don't you think I'm not? 
he's with MCA. He said, did you see that kid's performance? It was fucking Meryl Streep. I mean, he went out there from fucked up kid to Mayberry to Sophie's Choice at 2.3 seconds. That's amazing. Yeah. Like watching the fucking notebook. <laughs> I wanted to adopt a little shithead. When asked what the future will bring for the 18-year-old internet star and mass killer, Swifty was directed to the point. Oh, we got a pilot for a show on Fox. It's a comedy. We just finished negotiations with the judge, Bruce Schneider. It's a madcap sitcom that's a cross between Bosom Buddies and the Selma race riots of 1965. <laughs> oh, I remember those. We call it Colin the Judge. He's a crazy, mixed-up racist killer living with a cranky old judge who does not know how to work his mobile phone. When asked, <laughs> when asked if... How does oh, this Willie, work? stop it. How do I turn this off? When asked, if, <laughs> when asked if whether the topic was racist, he responded, what the hell are you talking about, Willis? Not racist? We're all about inclusion here. There will be what are you talking about, Willis? Yes, there'll be tons of guest roles for people of color because at the end of every episode, a black guy gets killed in self-defense. Of course. In first episode, Kyle wastes LeVar Burton. Fuck him! That's what I say! You're not getting Jeopardy! Fuck him! But we're hoping to get Jay-Z later in the season. Uh, that's tasteless. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I could taste it not here, 150 it's, kilometers away. It's, it's exaggeration. It's a joke. And okay, now we got to have our... We're here at our Texas desk. Ladies and gentlemen, we initiated the Texas desk a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We initiated the Texas desk a long time ago, uh, a couple of weeks ago, because we knew that we could always find crazy shit in Texas. Well, it didn't That's disappoint right. this week. Texas senator and partially mammalian reptile <laughs> and emissary of the damned, Ted Cruz, oh, laid out Ted. a scenario for Ted. Rafael, it's not yeah. Ted, it's Rafael. 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 Uh, yes. Rafael Cruz laid out the scenario for Texas to secede from the union, which has led to the rest of the country to say, no, don't stop, really. Come on. It's where no, we really stop. want to stop. Don't, don't go, stand. don't go. Oh, no, no. Uh, Ted Cruz spoke at uh, Texas A&M University about the possibility of Texas picking up its ball and leaving the United States. Uh, Cancun Cruz told his constituents, well, we're not there yet. <laughs> But warned if certain things happened, Texas could become a real possibility. Look, if Democrats end the filibuster, if they pick the Supreme Court, if they make D.C. a state, if they federalize elections and massively expand voter fraud, it may become hopeless. And Texas will have no choice but to leave. But if this happens, says Cruz, we take NASA, we take the military, and we take the oil. I got something to say to that. <laughs> Wait a minute, fuckface. You want to talk property settlements? You may have Texas, but we have Hollywood divorce lawyers on our side. <laughs> we get through with you mutton heads. We'll take both your fucking trailers and your fucking shotguns. Every racist shit kicker you got in that part of the woods, we got a hundred feminist Jewish Hollywood lawyers that know Barbara Streisand and they're ready to kick your misogynist asshole in. Yes, uh, we're going to get NASA, the oil, and even the fucking Dallas Cowboys. You know what we're going to rename them? We're going to rename them the New York Jews. <laughs> ah! 
They're all going to play with friggin' skull caps and speak Yiddish just to piss off you. Uh, piss off you fucking bitch. Uh, I'm sorry. I was, really, <laughs> I was hostile when I read that. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you were, that, you were, uh, yeah, you were bad. Yeah, I bad am, man. I'm really hostile. I don't know why. And that is uh, what I have for the news break. <laughs> Can I put it. up my hand here? What? Can I add one thing? Go. Uh, the passing of Stephen Sondheim yesterday. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Um, this man was the soundtrack of my life. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty old. He was 91, still writing a musical. Mm. Um, had just written the second uh, autobiography uh, to Finishing the Hat. Um, and I'm looking forward to reading it. And he just passed suddenly uh, just after Thanksgiving. So... Anyway, yeah, it's really Vale Stephen Sondheim. Both you and I, as actors, started with musicals in uh, summer stock in America. Yeah, you were West Side Story, which was his first I, job. I toured West Side Story. I did Sweeney Todd. I did, um, and I managed to see Sunday in the Park and George when it came out, which was one of the most yeah. thrilling theatrical experiences I ever experienced in a theater with Mandy Patinkin, uh, a genius. Just a freaking yeah. genius, and now now the musicals are all you know. Like, but he's immortal, Bill. He's immortal. He's so many, so much of his work is still alive and vibrant. The man yeah. may have moved on, but yeah, he's immortal. I uh, I did nine of his shows. I did. Um, Funny God. thing happened on the way to the forum. Um, oh, I did forum. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. readings of um, of anyone can whistle and. Um, who did you play in Forum? Pseudolus. I played uh, Pseudolus in Forum. Yeah, well, I was better. Um, no, there was a... <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I... Uh, anyway, he, he, I, I'd also seen many of the original productions, Company, yeah. um, Follies. I saw the original Follies. It was just uh, part of my life had yeah. Stephen Sondheim written on it, you know? Vale, so, Stephen Sondheim. We love yeah. you. And, uh, Thank you. Move on. Move on. To, to two gay straight men in 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 you know, Australia. <laughs> love you. Yeah, music theater. Yeah, really. <laughs> Seriously. You know, I we both we both are straight, but I tell you, yeah. we're we're almost gay. We're just almost there. <laughs> no, almost. Like Stephen Sondheim. Oh my God. You know, uh, uh, it's true. Anyway, we're going to be back for Randy's rant after a short break. We'll see you in a minute. We had to struggle with the old enemies of peace, business and financial monopoly, speculation, reckless banking, class antagonism, sectionalism, war profiteering. They had begun to consider the government of the United States as a mere appendage to their own affairs. And we know now that government by organized money is just as dangerous as government by organized mob. Never before in all our history have these forces been so united against one candidate as they stand today. They are unanimous in their hate for me, and I welcome their hatred.
ladies and gentlemen, it's time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. Hello, Randy. Oh, welcome back, Willie. Hello. I'm so, yeah, I'm so happy you're here. And it's so nice to be able to see you, actually look at you in the eye and see you. I'm scared now. Go ahead. You've, no, up. don't be scared. No, you've got, you're in outer space. Have I down on Earth. Yeah. And I'm uh, in a cafeteria with um, all the characters from... Marvel, Marvel superheroes, yeah, they're urinating, urinating against, the against the wall. Yeah, okay, we've got to that side of the show, a, kids. Look, we've got that. Yeah, having that, a look that. at um, at the Hulk's. Um, yes, I get that idea. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we got. That. Okay, here I am. <laughs> now I was going to say this is my rant, and I'm going to just rant about one thing. What is it? Just one, because I feel it deserves it and i've actually been saving this up for a long time oh my god that is back up everybody that is tucker carlson <sighs> tucker swanson mcmeer carlson mm. mr tv dinner is a fraud no he, really yeah <laughs> Oh, wow, Brandy, you're he talking has, to me. Yeah. How could Tucker Carlson yeah, be a fraud? I, 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 now Rupert's going to come after me. Um, so let's just let's go on. I mean, I've decided to, to dedicate my rant to the Fox host that everyone loves to hate, and I can understand why now. I never really listened to him until now. And uh, I'm going to play a few of his best bits. He's been on the air for exactly five years. He came on uh, the week after the 2016 election. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's been doing it ever since. Uh, I won't. I, I, I. He's not. A, I won't say he's a news host because Fox has been labeled as entertainment, not news. Yep. And I won't call him a journalist, even though that's what he calls himself. Tucker Carlson is an entertainer. Mm -hmm. Now I'm pretty sure our listener is not a fan of Tucker Carlson, so I'm not too worried about offending him or her uh, when I say he's a fraud. Okay, now I would like to play a little uh, grab that is a that covers his background. This is produced by a uh, a young lady named Alyssa Bernardo from Bern Bernardino, Alyssa Bernardino from Rebel HQ, and it's his origin story. So let's have a listen to Rebel HQ, Alyssa Bernardino. And then we'll, we'll know where he's come from. I've heard a lot of lectures like this recently from stupid people telling you what you're allowed to say and read. The scariest part is they're telling your kids the exact same thing all day, every day in school. Now those schools are run by lunatics who hate the country. People like that are in charge of the schools now. Low IQ vandals wrecking what they did not build. From the very bottom to the very top, they are everywhere. It's lunacy. This stuff is everywhere. Have you ever taken a look at the books that your kids are being assigned in school? Have you actually read them? Right-wing news host Tucker Carlson isn't new to disavowing educators. A new piece from the Washington Post shares how Carlson became the voice of white grievance and revealed that Carlson's so-called origin story is fabricated. His origin story. Everything you just heard is the opposite of the actual truth. 
In his memoir, Ship of Fools, How a Selfish Ruling Class is Bringing America to the Brink of Revolution, Carlson explains that the seeds of contempt for liberalism and the left took root in the first grade, with his teacher, Mariana Raymond, a, quote, parody of Earth Mother liberalism dressed in Indian print skirts. Carlson claimed that Raymond had little interest in conventional academic topics like reading and penmanship. He wanted liberals to stop blubbering and teach us to read, and recalled a time when Raymond cried at her desk, the world is so unfair, you don't know that yet, but you will find out. His origin continues, Mrs. Raymond never did teach us. My father had to hire a tutor to get me through phonics. Riveting, if true. But sweet, naive Raymond, who remembers Carlson as very precious and very, very polite and sweet, was shocked that Carlson ridiculed her in what she called the most embellished, crazy thing she's ever heard. She then dismissed Carlson's claims that she sobbed at her desk, wore an Indian skirt, and advocated her political views. And then the kicker. She was also his tutor. You know, the one Carlson's father had to hire because Carlson couldn't read. Now, you might say that this is just a he said, she said scenario, but given that the news host's own legal defense said we literally cannot trust Carlson, I'm going to have to believe Raymond here. Hey, everyone. I'm Alyssa Bernardino. Thanks for being here. The Washington Post aptly concluded after the review that what emerges is a portrait of an ambitious television personality who came of age in privilege, having grown up in an upper class enclave and attended private schools, but who by his own telling, is a victim. And I couldn't have said it better myself. Tucker, you went to the elite schools of this country. I did. I did. The entire media presence of Carlson, who frequently pits himself against the ruling class elite, is a joke. Actual problem is the corrupt and decadent leadership of our own elites. The elites, liberal elites. It is sickening, and we've had enough of it. He grew up in the San Diego neighborhood of La Jolla, one of the country's most expensive communities. He was raised by his wealthy father, Richard Carlson, a prominent Republican who worked in the Reagan administration, oversaw Voice of America, and married an heiress to the Swanson Frozen Food family. Carlson hosts the number one cable news show in America. He steers the political discourse this country has. This man is the ruling class elite he claims to oppose. One thing you learn when you grow up in a castle and look out across the moat every day at the hungry peasants out in the village is you don't want to stoke envy among the proletariat. Carlson didn't grant the Washington Post an interview for the story, but Fox News did release a statement standing by its star. Tucker Carlson is an important voice in America, which deeply resonates with millions of viewers via our powerful primetime lineup and two in-depth shows on Fox Nation. We fully support him. AKA, he makes us money, so of course we're going to support him. Now, um, as she said, Tucker Swanson McNear Carlson, um... McNear being his uh, birth mother's name, uh, has hosted the nightly political talk show uh, Tucker Carson Tonight on Fox News since November 14th, 2016. That's right. Five years uh, He's since uh, tonight when uh, we started recording this, uh, after a week after the Trump election. Now, it is not the most watched cable news show. Uh, it's now the most watched cable news show in America. Carlson has been described in the media as a conservative or, get this word, paleoconservative, uh, whatever that is. Now, 
In 2021, Time magazine said Carlson may be the most powerful conservative in America. But uh, two years before that, Park McDougall, who was a, uh, a uh, writer for the Washington Examiner, called him a middle America radical and identified his form of radicalism as the ideological core of Trumpism. Okay. Now, Carlson reckons he's influential enough to have changed Trump's mind on invading Iran in 2019. I find that hard to believe. Anyway, he started out warning of the oncoming COVID pandemic in early 2020 and tried to get Trump to take it seriously. But then he towed the Trump line saying it was being exaggerated. Of course, today the death toll is 765,000 Americans and climbing. Now, since the 2020 election, Tucker Carlson has repeatedly put both feet in his mouth yet still come out smelling like a rose. I don't know how I mixed those two analogies, but it works. Echoing the claims that the election was rigged and stolen, the dead people had voted, which he has had to apologize for on air, but we never hear about that. Now, Carlson has claimed that January 6th was a false flag operation to make the right wing look bad. That's a pile of bullshit as high as the Washington Monument which is pretty high. Now, if all of that isn't bad enough, he's left-handed and dyslexic. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Now, if you, know, if you know what I see in Carlson's future, public office, you watch. He'll run and he'll make it. So after his sexist and racist comments that lost him nearly all of his advertisers, he is still popular with the Fataface fan club the supporters of Donald Trump. Now, I'd like to play another uh, thing that will help you bring him into sharp focus. This, ladies and gentlemen, listener, is the actual uh, five-year celebration recording with highlights of his five years with Tucker Carlson tonight. So we now officially been on the air for five years. Didn't think that would happen. Glad it did. Some of our more sentimental producers put together some highlights. Here they are. Welcome to the first edition of the eponymously named Tucker Carlson Tonight Show. I got a haircut for the show. We're glad you're here. We're going to get back to basics here. We're going to hold the powerful accountable, pierce pomposity, translate doublespeak, mock smugness, and barbecue nonsense every night. Hope you'll watch. Can you look right into the camera and say, I know for a fact the government of Vladimir Putin was behind the hacks of John Podesta's Absolutely. Email. The government of Vladimir Putin was behind the hacks of our institution and the dumping of, of information. Of John Podesta's email. Not only in the of United John Podesta's States, email. but also in Europe. Okay, you're uh, not, you know what, you're dodging. Ed, Ed, Ed Tucker. <laughs> Inauguration day for the new president and the new first lady. It all began with a swearing-in ceremony. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear. Tucker, you're not accusing this me of being a hoax, are you? I am saying that your name is fake and this company is fake and that the claims you've made on your website are false. We're in the middle of a thunderstorm. We're at a jail in El Salvador. This is reputed to be the best Bartolina in the country, a model facility, which is probably the reason they took us here. Do you know how many of these men are suspected of being MS-13? Uh, quite a number. And now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, young uh, Tucker uh, Swanson TV dinner Carlson has secured a bit of a coup. He was the first uh, interview of, uh, leave, of Beaver Cleaver from um, Kenosha, Wisconsin, Kyle Rittenhouse. 
Yeah. I would no. not. I will not play. Yeah. I will not play Rittenhouse or the interview because okay. he just makes me sick. But he really do, does think he's completely innocent. It was all of uh, uh, he uh, was just defending himself from being viciously attacked. Apparently, he's going to college to be a nurse. <laughs> yeah, I could just see him in a little starched, starched white dress and hat. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he wants I, to be I, a nurse. And really, really, I really, trust. I went to pre-med to be a, a male nurse, but they... Oh, that's, uh, terrifying. That, that's terrifying. I wanted, well, a paramedic. I wanted to be... Yeah. Uh, anyway, I did that for a while uh, before I became a professional actor. Yes. Which would have been exactly the same thing. Yeah. Now, um, what I have here, though, is young Tucker Carlson topping and tailing his 68-minute interview with uh, a beaver cleaver. And I um, want to play that for you because you can just hear the dripping sincerity in Mr. TV Dinner's voice. And I think that puts the cherry on this guy's cake. So here is Tucker Carlson um, talking about his interview with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. So we're about 45 minutes into our interview with Kyle Rittenhouse, and the picture that emerges is of a working-class kid who sincerely believes in America. His community falls apart, and he tries his best to do the right thing at a time when almost nobody else in the community is trying to do the right thing, but he does. And in return for that, the state, under political pressure, throws him in prison then the people who swear they will help him take advantage of him. It's a lot. So what does he plan to do now, now that he's been acquitted? Well, here's that part. I, I don't, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't say that, look, Kyle Rittenhouse, all joking aside, was 17 years old when he did it, you know? Yeah. But to sit there and idolize this kid as being some sort of Cub Scout He's not, <laughs> you know. Of course, he's not. He's actually he's actually off to two people. He's off two people, and uh, those people were not armed. And no. he went well, and him. the third one who was wounded was armed. Yes, but I listen. What I'm saying is, this guy went out of his way for trouble. When you're when you're in that situation, take first of all, you know, I mean, uh, carrying a gun and shooting two people. You know, in a in a race riot situation, I I, I can't say that I was surprised, but Carlson mm. is, and and when you talk about Tucker Carlson, I have, you know, he's the newest clown. I've been around long enough to see. Okay, what do we have? We had Rush Limbaugh, then we had Bill O'Reilly, then we had you know, we have, who's the clown today? You know, Tucker Carlson yeah. is the inherited Bill O'Reilly. Sooner or later, they're going to do something. Uh, that gets them blown up. Uh, that happened with Rush, and it happened with Bill, and it happened with Roger Ailes. And mm. uh, who's the other guy that John Stewart used to go after? Um, you, know, um, you know, the guy uh, back, back one of the original kind of crazies. He had a chalkboard and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. It's like they're, they're influential now only because they're in a position with a large megaphone. Take that megaphone away from Tucker Carlson. He's just, you know, uh, he, he's a hanger on. He's a he, he's a political opportunist. I don't really think that Tucker Carlson believes anything. I don't think he, he believes in Tucker Carlson. I believe, he believes in Tucker Carlson. 
That's it. And this is this is fucking entertainment. That's all it is. It's just mm. it's just a sideshow. And what it does is turn is like when we and we get mad at Tucker Carlson, but that's his currency. You know, it's like tune in and find out what this numb nutted asshole is gonna say. You know? Yeah. And that 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 becomes the currency. And you repeat that over and over. I think he's an evil scumbag. But I, I you know I think was, so as well. He was an evil scumbag when he was running around with uh, you know, uh What's the blonde's name? Um, you know, when he was doing Crossfire, he was an evil scumbag. Yeah. He's always an evil scumbag, and he's been in the media loop for long enough. And uh, he knows he was even on, crazy. even on with um, uh, our friend Rachel Maddow. Yeah, I know. Before he was a evidently a radical right person. That's what I mean. Is that I? I don't believe that Tucker Carlson believes jack shit. I don't believe Donald Trump believes jack shit. We've gone no. beyond ideology to people who are just grasping at power. Mitch McConnell doesn't give shit about anything. You think Mitch McConnell gives a shit about principles or Republican principles or, you know, you know, Republican economics? He doesn't give shit about anything. It's about power. That's all it is. It's not and about money. ideology. Power and money. Power and money. That's it. So, uh, is that your uh, profile on the immortal Tucker Carlson? <laughs> no, not Im- totally immortal. I hope he. I hope he rots in uh, hell. Uh, uh, can we say uh, that? I didn't say it. No, I didn't say that. Can we say that? No, I, should, I can I say that. What's the name of the new virus? Uh, Transformer. Transformer. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 Optimus, Optimus Prime. The Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Let's see if we can uh, <laughs> give, give the virus his address. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's Optimus Prime. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, the virus is knocking off the wrong people. I'm sorry, it just is. Anyway, is. Uh, that that uh, is our. Uh, how, what number show is this, my friend? Two eighty five. It's still two eighty five. It's two eighty five, ladies and gentlemen. That's our show this week. I'm sorry we were late, uh, and uh, we'll be back next month. Uh, and, and uh, by all well, we'll try to do. We'll try to do a couple of shows before Christmas. Yeah, we will. We will. And I, you know, I'm sorry I didn't say anything, but uh, if you're listening, we love you for listening. Thank you. Yeah. We've been on for nine years, and uh, we're going into our tenth year. And, tenth year, uh, yeah. All you guys who listen, uh, you, we just love you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, bye, Val. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Yeah, you. Give me one good reason for not dragging you down to the station house, you punk. Dear kindly Sergeant Krupke, you gotta understand, it's just our bringing up key that gets us out of hand. Our mothers all are junkies, our fathers all are drunks. Golly Moses, naturally we're punks. Gee, Officer Krupke, we're very upset. We never had the love that every child ought to get. We ain't no delinquents, we're misunderstood Deep down inside us, there is good There is good, there is good, there is good There is untapped good Like inside, the worst of us is good That's a touching good story Let me tell it to the world Just tell it to the judge Dear kindly judge your honor My parents treat me rough With all their marijuana They won't give me a puff 
They didn't want to have me, but somehow I was had. Leap on lizards, that's why I'm so bad. Wait, Officer Crap, hey, you're real square. This boy don't need a judge, he needs an analyst care. This just his neurosis, that ought to be quite. He's psychologically destroyed. I'm destroyed. We're, we're destroyed. We're destroyed. We're the most destroyed. Like we're psychologically destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Opinion of escort. This child is depraved on account he ain't had a normal home. Hey, I'm depraved on account I'm deprived. So take him to a head shrinker. You. Who, me? Oops. My daddy beats my mommy. My mommy clobbers me. My grandpa is a commie. My grandma pushes tea. My sister wears a mustache. My brother wears a dress. Goodness gracious, that's why I'm a mess. Yes, Officer Cobkey, he shouldn't be here. This boy don't need a couch, he needs a useful career. Society's played him a terrible trick. Unsociologically, he's sick. I am sick. We are sick, we are sick, we are sick, sick, sick. Like we're sociologically sick. In my opinion, this child does not need to have his head shrunk at all. Trouble delinquency is purely a social disease. Hey, I got a social disease. So take him to a social worker. Which way? That way. Dear kindly social worker, they tell me get a job, like be a soda jerker, which means like be a slob. It's not I'm anti-social, I'm only anti-work. Glory, Aski, that's why I'm a jerk. Officer Kropke, you've done it again. This boy don't need a job, he needs a year in the pen. It ain't just a question of misunderstood. Deep down inside him, he's no good. I'm no good. We're no good. The trouble is he drinks. The trouble is he's crazy. The trouble is he stinks. The trouble is he's growing. The trouble is he's grown. Puppy, we've got troubles of our own. One wants a fellow with a social disease. Officer Grumpy, what are we to do? Officer Grumpy.